What's going on, guys? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. You're stepping into the Fight Club, and today we're breaking down boxing. Ryan Garcia, Fight Week, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get into this episode and talk our shit like we always do, please go down and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and you can find the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. We're there. But let's get into action and introduce our host. I'm Paul Pick and Win and Concha. I got my shot poured up, and I'm ready to talk about the, the future of boxing. <sighs> oh, man. Nigga said, nigga said, future of boxing. Hey, man, it's your boy, Lil' K. Lil' Kev, Lil' KK, a.k.a. the water boy, a.k.a. the... Man, fuck all that. Why are we talking Ryan Garcia? Hey, who else is in this motherfucker? I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Man, you already know what it is, man. Will PT, man. First of all, fuck Ryan Garcia, man. That's how I'm coming out off rip. Fuck Garcia. Damn, bro. I guess uh, I guess I'm an army of one today. <laughs> nah, he, it's not even all that, man. Cause he's a talented, but he still got the talent to go far for certain boxing. And he's only like 20. He's only like 23 for real. I just be talking shit. I started enjoying Ryan Garcia the more. Like, because the first, our first episode covering him, I was like, bro, he weak for talking shit while he was mentally unable to fight. He weak for being on Twitter. But then, like, watching everyone else to shit on him, like, I don't know, bro. I'm more on that guy's side now. Like, I'm like, he's talented, bro. I like to argue, but (laughs) I'm just saying, like, he just loves Garcia. The worst thing about him is, like, how you going to sit here on Twitter and be calling out all these fighters and then not be fighting anyone? He called out – he even called out Pacquiao. Like, what the fuck? Why he – that shit never even came close to happening. He's well, called out Tank multiple times. Well, I got a question. I do have a question. Since There's only one fight we're talking on this card. And you said Tank. You said Garcia. Would you rather be in Tank shoes and – having your promoter basically saying have everyone else fight each other for a belt and i'm you're almost 30 and you're still chilling with the regular belts or being the ryan garcia shoes 23 24 onto a new camp um does this the social you're a social media star you're not really known for your boxing you're known for your numbers well what shoes you i mean be te- 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 technically i mean that shit fuck it bro i'd rather be in garcia's but Garcia is stuck in a weird position, bro, because if you think about it, he's not the biggest star in his division. I'll say Tank is. Maybe it comes to, like, box office, numbers, pay-per-view. And then he's not a champion because, you know, Devin Haney. And then, but, like, so like, he's just in a weird spot. He's not fighting. I mean, this is a good step-up fight. He was supposed to fight Fortuna, well, I think, a while ago. But that's Fortuna's when I think nice. Yeah, like, I, I think this would be a good fight for him. But it just sucks, man, because you got you got other guys that surpass kind of well, Garcia, like the guys that he came up with. Well, they all already on their own little path. Well, I'm gonna throw that same question to Kev. What would you rather be in the tank situation or the Garcia situation? Because one's loved by everybody, but ain't doing nothing really, and one's hated by everybody, and really, and he ain't doing nothing really either. Um. I don't like to look at pockets, but I look at business. I do like to look at business. So business-wise, obviously, you should pick Ryan Garcia because that's the reason why there's my distaste for him because it's a good business. So, like, 
I know me speaking on bruh is helping his business and I'm not a fan of how he conducts business. So like when it, but if you had asked me this question before the last fight, Tank's last fight, I would have said, oh yeah, I definitely want Tank's shoes all day. I'm going to get the fuck up out of there. I got my clout. I done got my check. I've been showed that I'm a star. I can go. I may not be able to run up on Showtime. Under, I might be able to go to Showtime straight up under my own promotions. No, don't need no Mayweather. Definitely not going to Golden Boy. Or I could do like Camelo and be like an independent contractor almost and go to top rank and be able to make fights with top rank in the zone and match room and be able to make these fights with these different not stress about the belt. But it looks like Giovanni Tank Davis is going to re-sign with the Mayweathers if they have the Mayweather promotion if he hasn't done that so far. So you're asking me now, so I would, in business sense, I would take Garcia, but like, I would definitely, because just off the fact that I'd rather control my own destiny and kind of be the dude that like everybody respects, everybody has like a, oh, yo, that's the big dog on the block. But there's, I know for a fact there are bigger dogs out there and I'm not doing nothing to go show that like, yo, this territory. Oh, no, I respect, I, I agree with both of y'all. If- Prior to what Floyd came out and said, so basically like Shakur Stevenson, not even in the same weight class, but Shakur Stevenson and Haney should fight. They're, they're, like, don't worry about my fight. I said it. I'm standing on it. Greatest regular champ of all time, Javante Tank Davis. And uh, we're probably gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be saying that for hey, I love the dude, but until like Floyd's talking until about coming changes. out of retirement and getting a fight this year. I think like, he doesn't seem like he's in the best mindset to be uh, worrying about other fighters where he's still on his own career. I think Floyd's name is what the promotions is. But when it comes, when I think of that promotion, I think of Leonard Ellaby. And yeah. I just understand that he's just so smart with business. I understand that he's tried to make the Ryan Garcia fight. Ryan don't want to fight Tank. <laughs> like, that was his exact words. He's like, Ryan don't want to fight Tank. We tried too many times. Well, so. I'll- also, no, Leonard Elby is the same man that Adrian Broner was sitting there telling him, shut the fuck up. Like, so, like, uh, One thing I'll say, good thing about Leonard, like, he did help create Tank to be a pay-per-view superstar in a sense. Yeah, he still helped build him, like, to be getting these pay-per-view buys. That, that's true. But, he, like, he is popular in his own right, and he's probably most popular. In, in, like, outside of people actually watch boxing, you actually name, like, three boxers. Guaranteed he's probably the most popular, up. most popular American fighter, right? Or not fighter, but boxer, for sure. I, I mean, most people don't even know Crawford. They're gonna say Canelo, Tank, and probably Deontay Wilder. Back, that's back. crazy. Cause well, that's that's what I'd exactly say. Well, <laughs> well, prior six months ago, that's what I would have said. But uh, let's get into it. If y'all didn't know. There's a belt on the line. The Golden Boy Promotions Championship. Come out. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, if one thing boxing didn't need was another fucking belt. But we got it. <laughs> Ryan Garcia undefeated 22-0. Second fight since coming back this year after his layoff. Versus Javier Fortuna, 37-3-1. Older, a nice fight. This is definitely a step-up fight from Emmanuel Tago prior. And uh, a good another, like, to me, another good tune-up fight to make sure, like, your wheels are near where they need to be. And if I'm not mistaken, 
correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus. Fortuna is uh, normally was like the one a one forty fighter or whatever like he's coming down to 135 like in his prime he was a heavier fighter and he's coming down to 135 honestly you might have to look it up i'm not 100 percent sure for i I'll do know that, that. He fought, i know <laughs> for sure he fought like jojo diaz and that I'm, i don't know i don't know how long he's been at 135 i'll double check but i'll throw this fight to y'all as i look into this the, um the, uh, his weight and everything Hey, my cat is gonna finish the finish the podcast for me because the, the nigga said the Golden Boy promotions belt. I'm disgusted. And then that hey, boy chilling. And, and, and it's it's to signify that niggas is scared of cats of my dog Tink. I'm not gonna say no names. The niggas is scared. Damn, Ryan Garcia. Nah, you Javier see, Fortuna. Somebody's scared of my dog Tank. <laughs> Uh, oh, so he normally so he fought at one thirty in his career uh, for a lot of the time, and then his last three fights: Jojo Diaz, Antonio Lozada, Rafael Hernandez. He okay. went two and one, and those are at one thirty-five. So you know, it's not uncommon for older fighters to move weight classes. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be a good test for Ryan Garcia. I feel like definitely as like coming out and like. If he can come out and actually think he's going to be able to win and maybe, you know, win, like, the first couple rounds and come out actually with a good game plan, that would be nice to see Ryan Garcia test it. But I do hope Ryan Garcia can come in and do a clean sweep, man. Obviously, do you think he's actually being tested here? I think it's, like I don't, it's a, a tune-up fight, bro. This is just – Yeah, no, nah, it, it should be a tune-up fight. But, like, for – I don't know. It would be interesting to see if Ryan Garcia is tested because if he is tested, there's going to be still question marks, you know, left. And, you know, is he going to be able to get a knockout? Like how people say he got this power. Ryan Garcia do look good, though. Like, I seen uh, his uh, his post, his workouts and shit do look like he in shape now. So All right. Well, I'm going to throw this one to our other podcaster for this special episode. Hey, Bella. Does Ryan Garcia have any weaknesses? I didn't hear nothing. Ryan Garcia is the best fighter on the planet, according to Bella. Damn. Hey, hey, Bella. Hey, hey, Bella, you fired. You fired. <laughs> you get the fuck up out of here. You're fired. <laughs> I was a Vince McMahon shit. You're fired. But uh, I think we all know how this fight's really going to go. So like, the real question, do y'all see a knockout over under is seven and a half rounds? Even money on both sides. Y'all seen it going to pass seven and a half, or y'all seen it close in those first seven? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I like it to. It's only ten rounds, right? Or is it twelve? It's twelve. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Ooh, that's a lot of rounds. So I like it to finish early. Maybe you said the over seven. So seven and I, a half. So you'll get the first minute and a half of that seventh round. Now, nah, can I really like him to go down? And if it was there is a drop to go down eighth. I would love for for Fortuna to um, Fortuna to um surprise the world and and um and to get a get a get a win. But like I think I could take I could see Ryan, Ryan getting getting the getting a TKO in the ninth or tenth round. Okay, pass so post seven and a half, but still finish. What about you, Marcus? Did he finish? That one boy, Emmanuel Taco. Yes, he did. He I'll did. give you. I'll give you the uh, round he finished him in. Nickname. Uh, 
he finished. Oh no, he got the decision, the unanimous decision. That's what I was thinking. I had a feeling. I didn't want to say it, but I didn't want to sound wrong. All right, so it is plus. It's the underdog bet is Garcia to go to the scorecards, like unanimous decision scorecard. Garcia. I'm probably gonna. I want to lean towards decision just because I feel like that's gonna how the fight is gonna play out. I hope not because I do hope Garcia can come in and you know showcase his time and put on a, a. a good performance to show that, you know, he can hang with these big dogs, but I mean, I don't know, man. I might, I might take the over for real. And I think, I think he's still going to get the win, obviously. And it probably still be like an easy win, but I don't know if he gets the knockout, man. Okay. I saw, I heard you, Kev, you're about to chime in something. It's like, I just, cause you got to respect his skill. I think he's probably one of the fastest dudes I've seen. That left hook. Yeah, he's probably one of the fastest dudes um, at that age. Like, just because speed kills. So, like, I like him to overwhelm Fortuna, but I don't know much, much about Fortuna. I can see Fortuna maybe stealing this one. Like, I could really see that shit. I just don't know much about <laughs> him. Okay, no, I like that. I like. Well, I'm, I'm running with the under seven and a half. I'm honestly going to call, like, a sixth-round knockout. He gets okay. right in that middle section. Honestly, bro, if he gets a middle, like a seventh round, sixth round knockout, bro, that that would be a good performance, man. I'll get, you know, you can get but it. Plus. does scare me because Taco was the, well, the if Hollywood, Javier Fortuna is a bigger step up than to go. Uh, so, like, if he went all the way to the car, but to go was kind of real. I remember that fight, he was running the whole time. That was the big complaint was he there was no much yeah, action because he that was Javier Fortuna, I think, will bring some some heat. And then he's this is a higher weight class for him. So was and he's older. I don't think his chin will hold up. And I think this is you know, when you throw that name, this is the that, that gamboa on your record. Like you're yeah. it's just gonna look good and when everything's all said and done. But in reality, we all know Fortuna was way out of his prime when he fought this fight. Garcia is a big, big one thirty-five though. And that, there, he's long too. Long yeah, that, he's is big for. Down on this card, is there any like prospects? Any motherfucking some just big motherfucker that just like sleeping niggas? There anything else going on on this card? So, like, um, with this card, there are a few fights that um definitely the like don't just come just for the main event. It low key is stacked up. Uh, you got what's his name, Ricardo Sandova. Co-main event. Uh, he's on the co-main event. I'm about to pull up the co-main event right now because it's also a decent little fight. We have Ale- Alexis Rocha, 19 and one, versus Luis Alberto Veron. Alexis Rocha is nice, but well, at 147, it's so deep, it's kind of hard for you to really make a name right now. It up. Yeah, and then uh, Ricardo Sandova. Uh, these are on the main card. Ricardo Sandova, 20 and one, versus David Jimenez, 11 and 0. Both really solid fight. Like. Jimenez is a great prospect. Sandoval only has one loss, um, been around. And then Lamont Roach Jr., 22 and 1 versus Angel Rodriguez, 20 and 1. Like this, this is not no no lie. They do have a pretty solid fight uh card on for for a dead zone production, for a golden boy production. It's pretty hey, I was about to say for, for some golden boy, because golden boy probably got the the thinnest roster in boxing by far. Matron, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 you just don't really hear too much coming from Golden Boy anymore. I can't. Speak. 
I feel like I can't. I don't know too much about like if these are KO artists for their weight classes, but I do know like the odds are pretty close on a few of these fights. And for boxing, you don't see that often unless it's a main event fight. How how do you guys feel about Oscar De La Hoya as a promoter? Because I was actually watching some shit and I found out that Golden Boy they tried to go at the MMA one time. And them motherfuckers did not do well. Yeah, Chido, it was terrible. That was one of the worst cards ever. He didn't even know how to say his fighters' names correctly on the stage. He, uh, Daniel White said that, yeah, the reason he's doing it is because cocaine's expensive. Uh, he has to feed his addiction. Like, they're, like So that was a big blow up in the face. I don't mind him as a boxing promoter, but he's somebody who, like they say, with sports athletes, sometimes you are a great athlete, a great player, but you do not know the game to talk about it. Like you do not, your takes are fucking terrible. So that's Oscar. Dell. He was one of a kind generational fighter when his prime, he was one of one, but then now post he talked like the way he talks is cringy. The shit he says is cringy. And it's just like post fighter Oscar De La Hoya. If he didn't have that past, he would not have the job he's at right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he had problems with Canelo's contract when they signed up, like that biggest sports contract at the time. It was like ten years, three hundred mil or some, or not ten years, ten fights, like three hundred mil or some shit. But there was problems with that, and you know, Canelo had to fight his way out of that. He had problems with Garcia and contract issues, so there's been issues with him as a promoter and. You got a thin roster. You got decent. You got. I think he also got Virgil Ortiz, though. I think that's another big fighter he has still. But other than that, man, his roster is so thin. I think. I think when I look at him, I think he'll always be a part of history when it comes to promoting, because everybody's gonna bring. Remember how like Floyd was signed in the Golden Boy. He paid seven hundred thousand or whatever he did, and then he got his he got his Showtime deal on under Mayweather Promotions. So it was like, oh, so he. Golden Boy is always going to be a part of history, and I feel like they at a young when I think they're at their best when Oscar De La Hoya, De La Hoya was still like a fighter late in his career, and still um late in his career and early in the retirement, like that point when they had like Floyd, they had um they had Canelo, they had Garcia, they were signing these young talents that respected Oscar De La Hoya, but when you look at him now. Niggas ain't giving a fuck about none of that shit, bro. They trying to get paid. They trying to make sure they get their bag. They trying to get these fights, especially now, because ducking is like, you look kind of crazy if you're still ducking in boxing. Unless you're and like- um, I will say he he bridged the gap of like, if you're a previous fighter, only thing you could do is you become like a, a HBO analyst or um a trainer. But after De La Hoya going into your own promotion company, if you're a big name fighter, it doesn't sound crazy and like you can do it. And now there's framework yeah, for yeah. it. Like it, he did and then it. Floyd. He was one, yeah. Then like and then Floyd did it. Like all, like I wouldn't be shocked if Garcia has a great career. He might go do just because of how much fame he has. Like shit like that. Like you, you can do that now post career. Devin Haney's trying to do that. He's his own boss technically. He, Canelo. He just, yeah, Canelo, he had to fight his way out of his contract, though. This is the smartest way to do it, though. That's what Crawford is about to end up doing. Like, he just got out of his top rank deal. So now he's just going to be choosing kind of like free agent. You you got more leverage in the deals you're, you're making. And, like, you also have a chance to make more money. That's why Canelo stayed in this route with doing this. I think there was offers with PBC to sign, you know, a couple fight deals with PBC and shit. but. 
Oh man, that shit. It, it's a smart way, a way for a boxer to, especially if you get into it young, like Devin Haney's into it young. Yeah, no, that's, that's the, the, so. Move. Even though he's a dickhead and kind of cringy to listen to, shit. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya might be the Henry Cejudo of boxing. Like, like he was great, but he's so you can't listen to this motherfucker now. And uh, Bruh, but that ass. But uh, shit. Uh, um, onto the card though. Is there anything else y'all got up on Ryan Garcia or this fight? I know yeah. Kev. Kev is already. He didn't want to talk to this motherfucking fight. I was really yeah, gonna. Man. I was really gonna ask if I could just chill like in the room and smoke, listen to music, and then jump in for the UFC. But I was like, nah. Gotta rip. <laughs> I could talk. Yeah, I remember, it, bro. I remember I was talking my shit last Ryan Garcia fight, saying I don't even want to talk to this man's fights no more. So he got to show me because. He a talented prospect though. He 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 could be one of the most talented young fighters in the game. But I just I hate when he time he to do it. When you got other young guys surpassing you, and you supposed to be further than what you really are. So I want to. And then he's talking shit to Canelo now, and like he's just making himself look weird. So I just want to see him put a good performance. I hope he gets a knockout in the fucking third round. I'll be exciting to I, see. I feel like the way y'all look at Ryan Garcia. And Kev said it, he likes his business, though. And that particular sold me. The way y'all look at Ryan Garcia is how I kind of look at Sugar Sean. So it's like, you should be way further. You are already, like, you're popular. You're super popular with everybody. Like, you should be way further in your career right now. Well, and, it might be a perfect example, honestly. But the talent is all there. Last time I said he was Tank, but now I'm going to say he's Garcia. But, like, he did not say that little boat. You, just be, you should be further than you are right now. But you are still young and very talented. But... I think Tank beats Garcia, though. All day. We'll, see, we'll talk that fight when it happens, but this wraps up <laughs> our fight. In we have, I'm going with the under, sixth-round knockout. That boy Kev's going with the late-round stoppage, ninth round, I think he said eighth, ninth round. And then uh, Marcus said he's watching for the decision. So stay tuned. We all got Ryan Garcia, but we're low-key. They're hoping for a Javier Fortuna upset. Check us out. Uh, fucking what else is coming up this week, guys? We got the UFC recap coming, and we also got the UFC uh, Long Island coming this fucking weekend. So don't fucking miss out on that. Hey, man. And August 6th, man, my boy Jake Paul finally got him a fucking opponent. So we're going to be talking about that shit. Yes, sir. What? I, I, I low key like his opponent, but you ain't hear that from me. Low key, but we got fucking. We're gonna be here all fucking year, so stay with us. And if you don't know, now you know, motherfuckers. Got a problem with being problematic? Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not new. And it's the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. Got a problem with